As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Thoughts lead to actions, and actions, habits, and habits, character, and character, destiny. Join this purple girl in her purple world as we share inspiration and build hope together, one thought at a time. The destiny you desire is only a thought away. Good morning. Welcome to Building Hope with Purple Thoughts. I'm Justina Page, your podcast host. We're here today. It's Friday. You know what that day means. That's that day when I bring in my special guests to share their thoughts about one of my purple thoughts. And I am super duper excited to have returning today my dear friend, LaShonda Sanchez. Hey, LaShonda, how are you? Hey, Justina, thanks for having me again. It's so good to be here. Oh, my God. Well, we enjoyed you so much the first time. We thought we'll just run this one more time. Awesome. I'm so excited. All right. Well, um, you've been here before and we understand who you are. So let's go ahead and just jump to the meat of this podcast. Why don't you go ahead and share your purple thought and then share how that thought resonated with you personally. Sure, sure. So one of the ones that I really, really appreciate is says trusting God is more difficult when we don't know or can't comprehend who he is. Get to know your God. Ah. Yeah. It's a big one. Yeah, it is. So what's your thoughts about that? Well, I think that so much of our struggle in this life can can come back to identity, who we think God is and who we think we are. And Ooh. wait a minute, you got to repeat that because yeah. that is extremely powerful. Say that one more time. Well, a lot of our struggles stem from a, an identity problem, either not knowing who God is or sometimes and or not knowing who we are. Yes. And the only way to figure out any of that is to spend some time with God. That's good. And well, so, well, so yeah. I really like that. Yeah. Because our identity is outlined in his word, right? Yes. <laughs> That's beautiful. I love that. I, uh, this issue of trusting God is a huge deal. Let's go back and let's just define some words. What does it mean to trust God? We throw that around all the time. But what is that really saying? What are we saying? Well, it's so funny because, you know, we, we use a lot of Christian words when we're around our church friends and <laughs> we say we trust God. Right. Well, what does that look like? Because sometimes if you look at my life, am I trusting God? Am Come I on. believing? I'm a, am I believing who he is? Am I believing what he said? Because if I'm trying to do it on my own, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. So when we say we trust God, we have to say, you know what? I have no idea how, but I know it's going to be okay. Yes. And if we are anxious and struggling and have zero peace, zero hope, then we aren't believing him for who he is. That's right. That is so true. I like that. Well said. You know, I I, I think about trusting God in the sense of reliance, where you're leaning at. Because a lot of times, uh, believe it or not, we're trusting ourselves. <laughs> we're trusting Absolutely. our knowledge, what we can see, what we hear, what we know, per se. But when we're talking about trusting God, it's a shift and it's a reliance 
in who he is, which brings us further into what you what do, what do you think makes trusting God difficult for believers? Well, forget the non-believers. So I'm talking about believers. <laughs> what? Not forget the non-believers. That may sound harsh. I don't mean it the way that came out. Because no, of I course know. non-believers don't trust God. I mean, well, sure. but I mean, if I'm a non-believer, why would I trust God? But I'm talking about mm -hmm. a Christian who knows God, who's been touched by God, who's experienced God. What makes it difficult to trust God? Well, I think sometimes it comes down to what's tangible and what's not. And sometimes we have trouble trusting God because we can't see him. We can't audibly hear him. Usually we can't you know, physically reach out and touch him. If I saw you today back at the lobby of my church, I would hug you around your neck and I cannot yeah. do that with right. God. And, and not yet. Right. Someday not I will, but not yet. And so that's part of it. And the other part of it is, you know, in his wisdom, his timing does not look like my timing. And that's the other piece of it. He is not tangible in the way that we understand things. And his timing is not my timing. And so when he says, I'll do it when it's right, that that does not follow my schedule. That's right. <laughs> that's I feel right. like if he had done it yesterday, he would have been late. And yet he's still waiting. And <laughs> so it, it's just hard to wait on him sometimes. And when we can't see him, we can't hear him. And we feel like we're waiting on him. It's very easy to say, you know what? Maybe he just doesn't need my help and I'll go do this one myself. Isn't that something? And that is the clearest way we can show we don't trust him is to try and do it ourselves. That is so very true. Well said. You know, I think it's so important for us to know God. So people who are tuned in, how can we encourage them or how can we help them to know God? What does it mean to know God and how do you even do that? Right. Well, you know, your purple thought that we're looking at today says get to know your God. And so really that's the question. How do you do that? Well, you have a Bible and if it's closed, that's one step. You open your Bible and you read Come on. and you try to understand it. And then some people, especially in the beginning of their journey, have struggled with this. But talk to God. I mean, like out loud, out loud, talk to God, ask that's him right. questions. And, and then the hardest part, I promise you for most people, myself included, is the waiting after that. Because a lot of times we'll talk, we'll pray, and then we do zero waiting for an answer. Come on. Zero listening for an answer. And so God wants us to pray, but he doesn't just want us to talk to hear ourselves talk. He wants us to pray in order to interact and have relationship with him. And if we're right. listening, we are not going to do that. That's right. That's so true. Oh, you brought out something really, really powerful about the waiting piece. And I think when we talk about knowing God, we never mentioned that part. But to know God takes time. <laughs> it takes patience. It takes experience. And experience comes with waiting. You know, I think about my husband. Um, we've been married, what, 36 years now. I kind of know this guy. Oh, <laughs> I kind of yeah. know this guy. And he kind of knows me. But it's been some time invested. I've been around. I've shut my mouth and opened my ears and I've listened. I've waited, you know, trial and area, era. I've gotten to know him. And we have to remember that Christ wants relationship, just like you mentioned. He wants us in fellowship with him. And the way to get to know him is just like you said. If you have a Bible, I love how you broke that down. First step, open it. 
yeah. I would never get to know my husband if he stayed in one room and I stayed in another. Mm -hmm. It takes closeness. It takes fellowship. It takes time. Yes. And relationships, you know, good relationships are two-sided, not one-sided. And so it's talking and listening in turn, and both people do both. And That's right. I think it goes back to, you know, we can't see or hear God in the way that we physically see and hear each other. And so sometimes that feels a little too abstract for, for us. And so really just taking the time to sit and listen with our spirit because Holy Spirit will speak to us. Yes. In a way that's different from the way you and I are talking right now. We just have to have the patience to sit quietly long enough to hear. Yes. Fill in our, our ears and our hearts with all this other noise. Yes. I love that so much. So let's go back a step. Why is trusting God even a thing? Why is it so important for the believer? Well, just like his timing is not my timing, his thoughts are not my thoughts. And if I am just trusting myself, trusting other people, I am just getting this tiny little sliver of what this life that God has given me has to offer. Ooh, he has I so love much that. more for us. And we can't get it with any other person, including ourselves. And if we don't trust God, then we are just leaving out everything that he has planned for us in the way that he has it planned for us. Yes. And I don't know about you, but a lot of times I mess it up. Yes. If I try to oh, do it I've messed myself. up. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, yes. But I have to admit, I'm messing up less and less. Because right. of I'm following the principles I'm talking about. And the more we walk with him, the more we listen to him, the better that gets. It's it's a, an absolute correlation. You know, if we are listening to him, if we're walking with him, yes. if we're taking time with him, just like you and your husband, if we are doing that on a regular basis, the relationship gets closer and we can hear him more easily, more quickly, more readily. You know, I had a friend say, my goal for the rest of my life is I never say no to God again. Yes. And wow. I mean, yes. What a challenge. Yes. Never, ever say no to God again. And I, I love to think about that. And, and how does that look in my day to day life? Never say no to God again. Always yeah. say yes to God. Yeah. You know, I uh, had this thing happen with me maybe about what four years ago. And I told the Lord I wanted to be his yes girl. So basically the same thing your friend said. I just want yeah. I want to be that person that says yes. Here am I, send me. Um, right. No matter what the situation, what's going down, what's going on. But the reason I can, I can do that and I feel that way is because I've come to a point in my Christian walk where I trust him. Like period. I just trust yes. him. Um, and that's because of what I know about him. So what are some things that we know about God? We could get personal with it, that you know about God, that I know about God, <laughs> that has uh, fostered this great trust in Well, part of my story that we talked about a little bit last time I was on your show was, I, you know, I came from a place of being a single mom. Yeah. And I'm married and have more children. But when I was a single mom, I really had to, to learn how to trust God. Yeah. And, my time as a single mom is kind of two phases. One was where I was trying to do it myself and was miserable. Yeah. And the second is really finally figuring out how to listen to God, how to trust him yeah. over myself and other people. And 
that's a big turning point for me. And so I think that knowing that he walks with me, that he sees me, you know, the the name of God, he sees me came from a single mom in the Bible. Hagar. Mm. And, and, and to know that God sees me in, in my pits, in my messes, in my mistakes, like we were yes. talking, and I'm going to mess it up. God sees me. And yet he is still by my side. He doesn't walk away. He stays with me. And I think that knowing that about God makes it so easy to trust him because, you know, I, my kids could never do anything to make me stop loving them ever. And I am so perfect. Yeah. And if I love my kids that way, come on, I'm imperfect. How much more with God? Yes. Said, I'm going to never leave you. I'm never going to forsake you. And you can take that to the bank. Yes. Amen. Ooh, I love that so much. Well, I will uh, pick it back on what you're saying. One, one of the, I think for me, um, what has allowed me to really trust God in the manner that I do is that I've learned more about the reality of who he is. First of all, he's God and he changed not. So my situations change. My life goes up and down. I, mm -hmm. I Sometimes I'm good. Sometimes I'm bad. Sometimes good things happen. And, uh, but he's not changing. So he's steady. He's faithful. Mm -hmm. He's reliable. I yes. can trust in that. I can lean on that. It's kind of like mm -hmm. a chair. If you got a chair with a broken leg, you, I might sit on it and fall. I may not. But God don't have broken legs. He's mm -hmm. steady. He's always there. And I think the second main thing for me personally is I finally got to the place where I really understand his intentions for me. You know, we talk mm -hmm. about that scripture all the time. We know the plans God for us. Plans are good and not evil to give us an expected end. But I know that for a fact in my life that his intentions toward me and his plans for me are good. So yeah. God is not an enemy. He's a friend. <laughs> he's someone who has my best interests always at the forefront of his mind I can mm -hmm. trust that you know I have a lot of people that I associate with that I might even call friends but not all of those people have the best thing in mind for me some of them don't really like me at all it's just that they don't want to tell me they don't like me and, and that's yeah. fine but the thing is God is who he says he is he has the, these perfect, powerful intentions of good toward me. I can trust in that. And I think, listeners, if you really can um, receive in your heart what LaShonda just said and what I just said, it can make this trust issue like a whole lot better. What's your thoughts on that? A hundred percent. I mean, I think we really have to remember, you know, sometimes I don't like myself very much when I'm making mistakes. And you said, you know, he has my best interest at heart better than these other people. Sometimes he has my best interest at heart more than I do. Yes. And, you know, if you're in a place where you're struggling with trusting God, you might be right there. And yeah. you need to know that he wants better for you than you do. Isn't that something? That's and, so you know, the Bible says we cannot even wrap our brains around or comprehend how good he has plans for us. Yes. And so why not trust the person that can can conceive of something so much better than I could ever even imagine? Yes. I love it. 
So powerfully said. Well, LaShonda, I'm loving this conversation. Is there any last thing you want to say about this purple ball before we close out? No, I just, I, I want to stay on identity because I think if we really look at who God is, he will help us understand who we are and what, as a result, when we understand who he is and who he says we are, it becomes so much easier to trust him and to know ourselves and know him. That is so good because if I see myself as his enemy, if I see myself as his enemy, I'm not going to trust someone who I feel secretly doesn't like me. And some people right. actually feel that way. They feel like he couldn't like me. I'm a this, I'm a that, I do this, I do that. And, and yeah, so you're, I think you're hitting the nail on the head when you talk about the identity issue. Well, well said. All right. Well, I tell you what, what a blessing. LaShonda, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, uh, I personally truly have been blessed by your insight and what you shared. And I'm sure those listening have been blessed as well. And if you guys were uh, encouraged or inspired by the particular purple thought that LaShonda chose, and you want to learn about more of the purple thoughts, I got you. All you have to do is run over to Amazon, pick up my latest journal, Building Hope with Purple Thoughts 2023. You'll be glad you did. All right. Thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to tune in next time for more of Building Hope with Purple Thoughts. Go have yourself an extremely blessed day. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining this purple girl in her purple world. Share the inspiration by leaving a review, rating, and subscribing to the show. I'll see you in the next episode. Until then, keep hope alive.